Hey folks, welcome back. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that every once in a while, we interview a real estate entrepreneur who has just really kind of blown things up very, very quickly. And today is one of those cases. We've got a very uh, action taker, real estate investor, Derek Hogarty, zooming in from beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. And Derek was a contractor for many, many, many years. He started actively investing in multifamily properties, I believe it was in 2019, but here's the real kicker. In the last 14 months, Derek has gone from, correct me if I'm wrong, Derek, I think it was, you started with three units. Was it three units? Two, sir. Just to make sure. Two units. And he's gone from two to 322 units in the portfolio in the last 14 months. So Derek, welcome to the show. Great to have you. Thank you, Dave. Greatly appreciate being here. All right. So I'm curious, my friend, tell me how this worked, how you went from 26 years as a contractor, building stuff for other people to finally pulling the trigger and, and getting a little <laughs> bit on the other side and being yeah. an active real estate investor yourself. Uh, finally, it's a mixture of a few things. Uh, lifelong learning, networks, and nurturing relationships. Uh Lifelong learning. I started. I did go to my first boot camp in 2019. Um, I was a single dad, busy contractor. Excuse, excuse, excuse. Uh, but but you know, it was. I wanted to be with my feet. I'm good ones. So, so yeah, good no, excuse. very good. Absolutely, no, very, <laughs> very worthy. Uh, and then uh, the networks. There was a, uh, a a Facebook group that has really expanded here in the South Carolina area. They happen to be cousins. And, and the, ironically, they were in literally the same room I was in in 2019. They took action. I didn't. Uh, and then I actually paid them a fee to learn now <laughs> again. So that's how actually that's how much action they took. Wow. Uh, and I commend them. So uh, let's just say I learned a lot from them, a high majority. And then I did invest uh, a, a healthy amount of monies into a, a mentor, and which allowed me to get a, a coach. <laughs> and that coach gave us the last great puzzles and, and, and pieces of the puzzle to fit. Yeah. Uh, but yet always acting on referral as a GC. I, I've since 26 years now, I've acted in referral since day one. Luckily uh, I, I've always known the value of, of nurturing relationships. And, and I mean that sincerely because it, it uh, from brokers to uh, real estate brokers, to mortgage brokers, to mm -hmm. just even, you know, investor friends and, and just following up a little bit. Yeah. And being genuine and, uh, and just trying to remember, you know, little important things like is their children sick and circling back the you know, week after. But that's allowed me to put some great uh, teams together yeah. in order to, uh, like I said, to take these uh, foreclosings down in, in those past 14 months. That is that is great. So maybe for context, walk us through your first deal, because that first one's always... <laughs> The scary one, right? Uh, yeah. So how? Yeah. So so the first deal. Were you the general partner on that? Were you part of a group on that? What was your, first of all? What was your role within that first deal? I got I got catapulted into uh, my first bigger deal. Yeah. Uh, my very first deal was a, a smaller JV. Uh, so it, it's pertinent, but not really pertinent. But it, it, what's important to your listeners, more importantly, would be my first uh, bigger deal. Mm -hmm. 88 units, a difficult buy due to being fractured townhouse condos in the Columbia, South Carolina area. Uh, so not easy to find the debt. 
Uh, it ended up being exactly 50% of the condo community as a whole. Uh, I'm at a boot camp being told that you should go from LOI to PSA and then go there. My, my broker, my buyer's broker is texting me, someone trumped us. They went straight to PSA. We have to go straight to PSA. Wow. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, luckily, my real estate coach. So maybe there. translate for folks that aren't familiar with it. What does, oh, sure. what, what are all the acronyms? I know. I apologize. I've been living this for 14 months. So I, exactly. I apologize for that. I go backwards. Uh, so LOI, letter of intent. Yeah. Uh, so that's after you've visited the property and you've done your underwriting correctly and you've done some due diligence and you've done maybe check the taxes are correct and your insurance broker has given you a good guesstimate of mm -hmm. what it should be because those are those two heavy biggest numbers in your expense ratio uh, and you submit a letter of intent through your buyer's broker to the seller's broker. Right. Uh, they tend to nowadays get a best and final, uh, you know, and so forth and and in your first deal, it's not easy to get your signed first LOI because you don't you haven't shown uh, your your ability to execute on a close. Right. So, uh, luckily, I had a great uh, uh, balance sheet partner that mm -hmm. guaranteed that we could close from a liquidity standpoint and balance oh, sheet standpoint. Yeah, well, that, that so makes it easier, doesn't it? It, it did. It didn't make it easier. Uh, what didn't make it easy is going not not submitting the LOI. And having going to straight to PSA purchase sales agreement, there you go. Uh, okay. You're really, literally, and figuratively putting your money where your mouth is. Uh, I was at a boot camp in Denver. wasn't even at my home office, and, and it had my laptop with me. Uh, but luckily, my coach was there, so we huddled on a break, and we had a very good debt provider there, nice. uh, mortgage broker. So we literally collaborated for like 15, 20 minutes, half an hour. Uh, we filled out the PS, uh, PSA via a DocuSign and submitted it with uh, my personal financial statement and uh, my coach's personal financial statement. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So that, he Plus you had the cat. guarantor, right? I mean, yeah. That, he, yeah yes. Uh, yeah. That, that's actually coach slash guarantor. Oh. Okay. Uh, turned into a partner very quickly. So we went from coach nice. to partner uh, three times now. And luckily we got it. Uh, it was, it was crazy. I wasn't even home. You know, I was in Denver versus Charleston and the, the, uh, the irony of this, the fun story of this is the person who was hosting this whole boot camp called me a few days after the fact, after he heard this crazy story and his first words to me, after you've just invested with this person was other than doing everything wrong, I actually like the deal. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you got it. You got it done. Uh, yeah. So, yes, hey, sir. so 88 units, that, that is fantastic. And your coach last guarantor was guaranteeing it, but not necessarily putting his money in the deal. Is that correct? No, so, you're right. He didn't. So, he so did how did you raise yeah. the capital for that one? How did you come Whew. up with the money? Uh, that was that took away the remaining gray hair. Uh, or brought it black on. hair. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, brought it. Yeah, I got rid of. The, yeah. Uh, so uh, due to that other, I had two people that I was talking to about capital raising, yeah. knowing I was so close to, to, to offer that first offer that I did have two people in that other group, not the one I invested in, yeah. uh, that said they could raise the capital. Okay. Uh, through one of their relations, uh, someone was going to be one check. It was a, it was a big insurance. A bro yeah, a whale. Uh, 2.1 to be exact, 2.4 to be exact. Wow. And 
all of a sudden, three weeks prior, uh, they withdrew. They owned a very large insurance firm in yeah. California. They didn't understand, which I was dumbfounded to me because uh, I've built many condos when I was younger, but they didn't understand from an insurance for HOA owned outside and the they own we own inside. That's why our insurance number was so low. Yeah. Like, give me your insurance broker. We're going to call, et cetera. Uh, so they called and they bumped it to two and a half X, the real cost it should have been, which changed the cash on cash. Oh, I was going to sure. say COC yeah. uh, and to the point of where it's not within their uh, investment criteria. I'm like, I know. And they, ca they caused the issue in the first <laughs> They time. were the catalyst of lowering the cash on cash oh, return man. and pulled the whole one check. Pulled the, yeah. Three Hold weeks prior to closing, uh, the same group I was wasn't commiserating, but we were on a group uh, Zoom, yeah, yeah. and I said, "Guys, I just need to present something." And lo and behold, joys of networks again. Joy, there's that infamous word. Uh, I had a gentleman in Utah bring two point one uh, through us through a fund of funds. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and, and that's another whole topic we could probably go down. Uh, but through a fund of funds, that JP partner has been great and, uh, actually brought on a few more and another one too. So, Very uh, nice. yeah, it's, it's, but it was. So a lot, lots of learning yeah. lessons with that first deal as with any yes. first, first time. And now yes. since then you've done three more closings of yes, sir. pretty, pretty good yes. sized properties. What would you say? Because we won't go through blow by blow each one, yeah. but big yeah, sorry, broad strokes. Apologize. No, no, that was great. That was excellent. I asked. That's exactly what I was looking for. But big broad strokes, Derek. What have been your biggest takeaways from doing these four deals so far? Sure. So we, well, as everybody says, we want to get one percent better a day, etc. And we work on that. You know, the one percenters want to get one percent better a day. But we would always do. I, I implemented an exit interview almost of, okay, guys, what did we fall on our face over? You know, and that was needs to say the one check. Uh, what did we? What else did we fall on? What did we trip on? Did we not? We didn't. You know, lease audits, etc. So that we owning a business for so long, uh, I would always do this between Christmas and New Year's to analyze for the next year and, and implement new goals. So it wasn't really new to me, but yet it, was, it is new to me in this arena. Yeah. Uh, so I would I would take uh, the buyer's broker, myself, uh, the debt person, uh, and then, you know, whoever else was involved, the GPs, what can we do to get better right. uh, as a team? And we literally did that on a, like a two-hour call. Uh, we implemented some change. Uh, ironically, the listing broker of the 88 became an incredible buyer's broker for us. And again, that infamous first deal. Yeah. Uh, and he flooded us with opportunities. Um, so that October, uh, yeah, a year this month, we put two other properties under agreement. Uh, but we did do it right that time. Two letter of intents first. Nice. We, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. we didn't go straight to PSA. You, you learned your lesson. Oh, so exactly. It, okay, I love that idea. Doing a kind of the big picture debrief with the entire team when the smoke cleared, the deals deals up and going. Not waiting until the new year. You did it right away. Yeah. Um, taking lessons learned, avoiding making those, doing your best to avoid making those same mistakes with the next deal. So you talk about the other the other general partners in these deals. Typically, how many general partners do you have? 
let's say on average through these four deals, yes. how many GPs would it be? We try to keep that low due to the fact that you don't want as many chefs in the kitchen, uh, you know, opinions, et cetera. Even though there's a lot of talented people in this arena, there, there is, everybody has an opinion. <laughs> and, and everybody Just like needs. everybody has something else too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you know where we're going. <laughs> so to answer your question, literally no more than five. Yeah. Uh, and then how do you guys kind of divvy up responsibilities between the, the different, the five different I'm not GPs? that good at that. Uh, I have some GP partners saying Derek delegate, but when you are the boots on the ground, because I have literally been able to stay within my pseudo backyard. Yeah. Uh, if you did an old school, stuck a pin in Charleston, I'm a three hour radius of a vehicle drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the original, the initial r- ration of that is so I could be there potentially next day. If something happened, if I got a call, you know, late in the day, you, you, you got the team, you got the experience, yeah. you got the know-how to deal in with the subcontractor the base, you yeah, know, exactly. for Q and a, et cetera, or, and we did one of our first, that first 88 was a 1950s asset. Oh, so okay. there were, yeah, it was copper and yeah. uh, piping and not, you know, pecs and a PVC of yesteryear. Uh, so yeah. there was a good amount of Q and a, uh, but then the other two, uh, we were able to find a great PM prior mm-hmm. and we really knew the assets prior to that. But again, it was still within my, my radius. So, mm-hmm. um, and please refresh my memory on the question again. I think I'm going to float off tangent, <laughs> but <laughs> I hate to say it was, at 53, you no, admit the, what the you question was, you, you got five you GPs, know. you got five yeah, yeah, yes, GPs. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. How do you divvy up responsibility and who's Oof. doing that? So the, the G we have an EMD. GP, mm-hmm. uh, we would have two capital raise and the KP. And I tend to co-KP, so I, I double dip on that, but I give 100% of the credit of the split to my real guarantor. Uh, they're helping me be the KP as a favor and, and getting the bank relationships uh, in order to literally pretty much spoon feed me a you know great uh, uh, business model in, as of next year even. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, it would be myself, uh, uh, an EMD party, two capital raisers, depending upon the extent of capital required to raise. And yeah. I visited behemoth today that actually for the one, not much intimidates me. This one's pretty big. This one's 622 doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a massive one, but, uh, but yet, and then uh, KP, but the KP has allowed me to, and I, so what, I for to, people that aren't aware, KP stands for EMB, EMD yes. stands for, yep. Yep. Uh, earnest money deposit. Mm-hmm. But yet, as I had to define that even today, we historically allocate 2%. 1% is actually for the, what you put in escrow for your letter of intent, atypically, I've had some people ask for more. And then we historically budget 1% for inspections lease audits, uh, title, and appraisals, and any other phases of, of inspections that may be needed, soft cost right. that prior to closing. Uh, and then key KP is key principle. That's mm-hmm. the priority that we have to prove. And I, I try to assist in that as much as possible. 10% liquidity. You know, say you're purchasing a $5 million multifamily asset, you need to show 500000 in liquidity, which sounds like a lot of people don't want to do in today's banking arena, but it does have to be had. And then you have to combine be worth uh, com- on your personal financial statement. They call it a PFS, um, uh, would be $5 million, the value of the purchase price. Got it. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, then, and then you got the a model. couple of capital raisers. Yes, sir. And then kind of the, 
the guy or the gal that's kind of keeping everybody in tow the the, the prime what what would you call it the gp the the primary i'm GP. the lead i'm actually the lead gp in all these due to the uh yeah if you want to think of the the gp split as a pie or, or a pizza you know because i had the deal come through me and I put it under agreement and I did the underwriting and I completed the walks and I did the syndication if, if or JV, I try to be JV if possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also insurance buyouts and the closing and co KP. I tend to be, and it changes, but let's just say if you're okay with me sharing, um, I, I tend to be about third in, 30 to 40 percent of the 35 percent gp split and and i find projects with enough meat on the bone that we can do a 65 35 split not the atypical 70 30 yeah because it's a because there's a significant amount of value add required which is another fancy term for a lot of remodeling uh, required which Uh, you guys can do which you and your yeah and i i do it at a very i do it at cost for the wow. good of the syndication. So yeah. it lowers our CapEx. And, and not to now have an asterisk, um, my my mortgage broker is killing me to just add like a five or an 8% uh, because of, even if I don't take it, uh, to have it as, you know, some uh, unforeseen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah. it does help the syndication as a whole uh, and or the JV. And we can actually offer a little bit more because our CapEx capital expenditure is going to be 25 to 30% less than the normal uh, team up the street. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Derek, this is, this is fascinating. You've done an excellent job of kind of breaking it down for us. I really appreciate that. And time flies when we're having fun. And, and I mm-hmm. think you're, you're off to great things. If some of our listeners would like to connect with you and find out more about Derek Hogarty, where can they go? What can they do? How, the, how can they get more of you? This is going to be a funny story um, because I've had the pleasure of acting on referral only. I actually had to go in and build a website. Uh, so uh, uh, it's, but that website that I built, which is, it was educational lifelong learning. It was uh www.dsh just like my initials, Derek, Sean Hogarty holdings, plural with an S LLC.com. So DSH holdings, LLC.com. Perfect. Very much. Thank you very much for being on the show. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, and congratulations. We were talking a little bit before we pressed go on the recording that your goal is 500 units a year for the next four years. And you're giving yourself a little bit of a hard time because you started in September. You're only at 322 units. Um, <laughs> I'm very lucky. Very, very lucky. I'm still you know, blessed, so, but, you know, yes. grat- grateful, all the, all the above yeah, words. So good job. And keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. All right, everybody. Take care. We'll talk to you on the next episode.